Welcome to Globally Speaking, your program that explores everything and anything to do with language localization. Are you ready to dive into the most critical issues impacting global brands today? Globally Speaking is designed to educate, inform, and challenge everyone who's engaged in global communications. Your hosts for Globally Speaking are Renato Beninato and Michael Stevens. Learn more by visiting our website at www.globallyspeakingradio.com. And now, here are Renato and Michael. I am Renato Beninato. And I'm Michael Stevens. Our listeners know that this podcast promotes and is a big fan of humanitarian causes. We have done a couple of shows on Translators Without Borders. The Endangered Alphabet show was the, another Endangered one. Alphabet. Yeah. It's just great that we get exposed to these groups that are doing good and we can't help but put a microphone in front of them. Well, that's our way to help. It is. And today we're talking to very passionate people who have dedicated their effort and their private time to helping children through localization. So it's a very creative work. It involves business, humanitarian efforts, care for children. Just a great story. And I think our listeners are really going to enjoy it. Hi, I'm Jenny Doe. I'm an attorney here in Silicon Valley focusing on contract. But my real passion is to serve as a humanitarian worker. So I found and run the Virtual Assistance Circle, which is a program for Friends of Hue Foundation operating a children's shelter in Hue. And my name is Anna Nguyen. I work as a sales engineer at Cisco in the Internet of Things. So very involved in the tech community here. And this is my baby here, the Virtual Assistant Circle. I'm their board member, secretary, program management, liaison to many of the U.S. companies here. And I'm looking forward to my trip in Vietnam in December to meet the children. So tell us about the, the program and how did this idea come to you? Uh, well, first start is just we just respond to the great flood of 1999 and we came to Hue basically just try to save the kids. They lost their parents and the program at that time, the government was not looking after the kids. So we felt that we need to build the shelter for the kids. And so we did. We built it out of scratch and now it's a big compound. And basically we took in children that sold in slavery, sex slaveries or abused kids or orphans, those that basically Basically, nobody want, and we, we take them in, and we believe with all passion is to create leaders out of them. And in the beginning years, we try to have programs that teach them how to be self-sustaining, and it was not working. Mm. We showed them how to sew, how to cook, how to fix cars, and we end up creating opportunity for traffickers to actually snatch them and bring them to other countries as a workers, you know, work for like almost like a slavery format. So we learned that we got how to push them for higher education for them to understand how to protect themselves. And that's when we put all our efforts in to create opportunity for them to go to college. So 
our kids who graduate four-year college, they return to us and we create job for them to do. And it was through the generosity and the care of E2F translation CEO, Michelle Lopez, that helped us to train the kids in localization industry. And we brought the kids here. They learned the trade. We send them back home and they have been training and working and keep cultivating this ever since. So they work in the translation part of the localization process. They translate English, Vietnamese. What are the jobs that they do? Because I think that they do other tasks also in the localization process. Correct. It started out just little work of data entry, invoice processing. And then it started for those who have ability to speak really good English, write well in English, and also have management skills. They, they start taking up tasks like indirect project management, and also money collections, and they start working with client directly here. And it just grow since we started out. And it depends on the project. Some project is more complex, then we, we only select the best one. But again, we keep trying to expose them to different kind of tasks. And then whoever that grow into that task, then we make them in, become specialists. <laughs> so Anna, the name of the venture is Virtual Assistance Circle. So how many kids do you have there? We have about 30 kids and 10 of them are part of the the staff right now, the virtual assistant circle, and they're supporting full time. So it's virtual because it's remote and they are very good at computers and using the internet, emailing, and we made sure that the computer is very secure so that all the client information, there's no worries. The kids are very responsive, take initiative. And I think the important thing is they have 21st century computer skills and they can work remotely and support customers globally. Absolutely. So uh, this this concept of a virtual assistant is essentially doing back office work and things like that. So are they working for translation companies? What is the structure? Who is an ideal supporter of your initiative? So basically, Friends of Hui Foundation is a nonprofit, it's a US-based nonprofit organization here in Silicon Valley. And we're the one that legally responsible for the children in Vietnam. And out of that, we created Virtual Assistant Circle. So the, the, the children actually work for Friends of Hui Foundation. So the localization are not really employing the kids. We designate staff to work with localization companies, but we are the one that do the management, we're the one that deal with all the legal aspects. But the money that whatever the localization pay, it pay directly to the kids. So we don't take money on that. So for example, the, the average cost is usually about $350 to $500 a month per staff. And then out of that, we ask that the company match 50% for every dollar pay to go directly to the shelter. So, for example, if you hire one of our staff at $500, then we ask that you pay $250 to the children's shelter. Mm -hmm. So this way, your total cost is $750. And what we bring back to the shelter is $250. And what does that $250 do? Is actually feed three kids. So our cost of raising a child with full education, and for us, it's not just shelter. For us, it's more about cultivating a leader. So with that concept, one child, it costs, costs us $1,200 a year 
with all costs involved. So can you, you imagine that if you pay $250 to hire per month to help us, we actually turn around and feed, you know, and support three other kids. So overall, we've been doing this for 12 years. I don't know how many kids been in and out of our shelter. I, I don't know. It's just, they, they start calling me grandmother now. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. And so it's a way that LSPs and companies can have these services done, be done in a way that's good for the world, and continue to help and support and grow your vision. If you get more of those clients, would you be able to expand the number of children that are supported? Correct. And we not only just take care of the kids, but because we are the only American-based nonprofit in Central Hue, so when there's flood, which we have it almost annually, any kind of disaster, any kind of problems in the region, people come to us first. Mm. The U.S. consulate have visited us many times and they love us because of the professionality and the things that we handle for the region. So in other words, we do heart surgery also. We provide insulin for victims who can afford medical care. We provide flood victims with a roof and emergency kits and emergency fund for them to renew their lives. So this is a program inside a much bigger effort in all areas of support to Correct. areas in, in situations of crisis. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, we loved hearing about the Children's Shelter of Friends of Hoi Foundation. And where is Hoi? So Hue is a, is an old capital of Vietnam. Anna is originally from Hue. I have never been, I mean, I'm not connected with Hue, but I've been serving Hue for the past 12 years. So basically, it's not like Saigon or Hanoi. It's very quiet, low-paced, and very traditional because it's a cross between Chinese and French culture. And it used to be the old dynasty, the Nguyen dynasty used to be there. So it's very, very, it's a different pace of life and people there is extremely polite and this is where we found that we can do good work at ease so anna what other services the listeners of our podcast could use with the children that you support there so you mentioned something you mentioned localization help but what other services are there we can also offer website management they can do quickbooks mm-hmm helping with emailing, data entry, as we mentioned, updating websites. So we are able to quickly train them. We go back every couple months. If there's a big project, we handhold them and just ensure that they deliver a high-quality output to the customer. How many, quote-unquote, clients do you have already in this space? The big one is E2F. So mm-hmm. E2F translation has been our backbone, and we also have other two other clients, but who are not in the localization industry. Okay, so the, these are clients that are using you for the back-office services. Exactly. Okay. Uh, mostly data entry, and I think there's some bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. So it's a light work. But I think that for the basically is that if the client's interested in our service, we would have some trials sessions and work out to, or to learn about the project. And what we encourage is that if we are allowed to use the client's platform to access to the client material, so then usually whatever the staff is doing, then it can be monitored. We require that our staff be on Skype 
during that whole time that they sign on. So they they constantly there. Mm-hmm. So that that is how their production can also be monitored by the client over here. But the good thing is that usually they get orders or project assignments during the time that they go to sleep. When they wake up, they handle that. When you go to sleep, I was thinking that's a very easy way for translation and localization companies to have twenty four hour support. You have somebody mm-hmm. literally ten to I don't know fifteen hour difference. And you can use that time difference to your advantage to use some of these support tasks that you would need. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. So the website is www.friendsofway.org. That's friendsofhue.org. I hope our listeners do check it out. Yeah, we'll have the contact information in the show notes in our website. And thank you so much. Thanks, well, thank you. This yeah. is such an, a wonderful opportunity, and we hope to make a difference for the localization company who choose to use us. And in return, please know that you've touched lives and you save lives. This podcast was produced by Burns Three Sixty. You can subscribe to Globally Speaking on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Globally Speaking, brought to you by Moravia. We'd like to hear your comments, suggestions, and feedback. So until next time, please visit online at www.globallyspeakingradio.com.